Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Pressure Emergency 250 and says, Am I the arsehole for not wanting my husband's mum at our wedding? For context, my husband and I got married in a courthouse two years ago. I told my husband to tell his family, but he didn't want to since his family wasn't my biggest fan. His family can be extremely judgmental and have said they didn't like me or my character because I grew up in a place completely opposite of where they are from. Every time I had met with his family, some type of drama would unfold. For example, his mom accused me of touching his brother's leg inappropriately at his grandfather's funeral. I slapped his knee because he told me a joke I thought was funny. I chalked it up to the fact that she just lost her dad. She didn't like me, so she needed someone to take some type of anger out on. I put up with a lot more than that for my husband since I never wanted to be the type of person to ask him to choose. Five months ago, I had our second child. When I found out I was pregnant, my husband and I were going through a rough patch. We almost divorced because of a lot of things, his mother being one of them. We decided to really work on our marriage and we've been amazing ever since. The best we've ever been. During my pregnancy, his mother... Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And I got really close. I'd like to say I'm a really forgiving person and try to see the best in everyone. Also, it was making my husband happy. She even came down to stay with us when I had the baby. Fast forward a month later, she called my husband and said her and his dad would love to come visit and since his dad had yet to meet the baby. I thought the visit went well, but while my husband had went outside to get my toddler's car seat from their rental car, my father-in-law told my husband he needs to swab his mouth to make sure the baby was his. My husband was of course angry and asked my father-in-law if that was the reason they came to visit. My mother-in-law ran outside because she heard them fighting and told my husband it was nothing like that. 
that everyone in the family was swabbing their mouths because they were doing a 23andMe. She said that my sister-in-law and brother-in-law had done it, so they wanted him to do it too. He declined doing one and we left it at that. A month after the visit, my mother-in-law called my husband and she needed to speak with him privately. He went outside for an hour to speak with his mother and he came back inside visibly upset. He pulled me to my room privately and informed me that my mother-in-law and father-in-law had swabbed both my newborn's mouth and my toddler's mouth when they had visited. They said that my toddler came back 99.99% related to them, but my newborn only came back 11% related to them. So they felt they needed to tell my husband so we could get my newborn DNA tested. I was confused and angry. I'd also just found out my brother had a brain tumor as well, so there had already been a lot going on for me emotionally. When my husband and I had separated, I had not slept with anyone else since our relationship was so rocky. I didn't want to do anything more to jeopardize losing him, so I wasn't understanding why she felt the need to take a DNA test into her own hands, especially since it wasn't a concern of my husband's. Ever since my husband was told of the DNA test, him and his mother would not stop fighting for a number of reasons. I no longer trusted her with my children, and I no longer wanted her around, and she couldn't understand that. We decided to get a DNA test on our newborn so we can shove the results in her face, and we could move on with our lives. Of course, the test came back 99.999999% my husband's, and she thought we could just pretend it didn't happen, but the damage was done. That brings us to today. We set boundaries with mother-in-law and father-in-law. They can no longer video chat their children every day like before. Our daughter is not allowed to go over to mother-in-law's alone, and we no longer update them about things going on in our lives. We've kept them at a distance, and it's working for us. Recently, my husband and I started marriage classes so we could redo our wedding with our families included. My family knows the whole situation with mother-in-law and I'm also not her biggest fan, so I told my husband I do not feel comfortable inviting them to our wedding. My husband was obviously upset but understood. We have sent out our save the dates to everyone in this family but mother-in-law and father-in-law. There has been nothing but drama since. I'm putting my foot down on the situation and still going strong on the decision that I do not want them to come. But my husband is stressed because they're involving everyone in this family in our drama. Should I just give in for his sake and invite them? Should I stand my ground and still say no? Am I the asshole if I don't invite them? Edit. I just want to clarify a few things. My husband told his mum we got married in an hour after we said I do. He was hesitant to tell his mother-in-law because one, she wasn't my biggest fan and two, she wants all her children to get married in a church. So the first words out of her mouth were, you guys aren't actually married and it is now that is not your wife whenever they're arguing because she's drunk. Also, my husband is the one who wants this wedding. I was reluctant and I personally thought a party was enough but he does want us to get married in a church so after I thought about it and, and I figured things out with myself religiously, I agreed. And to answer the questions most asked, she has not apologized. She has called me to talk out the situation. And I explained to her that I understood her doubt. I also explained to her that it made no sense to me why she couldn't just ask me for the test since her and I were in such a good spot. I would have done it willingly. Her apology went along the lines of, I'm not going to apologize because I believe what I did was right to protect mine. And when I informed her we were taking some space, her response was, I don't understand because I've disrespected you so much in the past. Why is now different? So for those saying they're all for second chances, I've given her a million. 
I've spoken with my husband about the situation. He has said he is fine with either. He is fine with them not being there and he is fine with them being there under certain conditions. Now this one's pretty simple to me and the fact that she went behind your back to have this like secret DNA test on your newborns without your consent for one. And what were they expecting, you know, when the DNA test come back and it was 99% the husband's and they just expect everything to move on is normal of, of them basically accusing you. There's no way you're going to look at them in the same way again. And it sounds like the relationship was already rocky before. So the question always comes up. Why do you want these people around you? Why would you want them at your, your second wedding? Weddings are meant to be about family and people that support you, not people who you can't trust around you. But Bella says, let's see. Number one, they obtained your children's genetic information without your consent and tried to sow doubt in your husband's mind. Not to mention they handed their DNA over to Big Data. Two, you don't mention any sincere apologies. At the very least, you deserve a symphony of grovel in B major. Three, they're now whipping up drama with the rest of the family. Does the rest of the family know about the creepy DNA testing? The world is full of nice people. Don't waste your time on these dirtbags. Yeah, that's another thing that always pops into my mind whenever I read these and like the rest of the family is against OPs in these situations. I think, do they actually know the full truth here? Do they know what the in-laws went and done? You know, doing this secret DNA test and causing shit in the background. You know, I'd like to think there's every chance that they would still be against the OP because we've seen it time and time again. But you'd like to think if anyone's taken a step back from the situation that they would realize that that's fucked up. Snoo Word says, Hubby needs some therapy to break free from his parents. They should never get to see you or your kids again. Husband needs to tell them that they are horrible people and he doesn't want them in his life. Edited to add, instead of save the date, send the copy of the DNA tests. <laughs> SW Barnes says, What you should have done was said, Sure, we'll test the newborn and if it comes back as my husband, none of you will ever see any of us again. Then you do the test, get the result, and can wash your hands of them for good. As it stands, you both stand your ground. What mother-in-law did was vile. You don't accuse someone of being a disgusting cheater and expect to be welcomed into their lives. Eggplant says, you tell the family they went behind your backs and DNA tested your children, then lied that the newborn wasn't your husband's and you were unfaithful. The tests were repeated and the allegations were false. This has done significant harm to our entire family. This is the reason why they will not be in attendance at our wedding. They do not support our marriage and accuse wife of infidelity. So no, we will not be allowing them to witness our love and devotion to each other. We understand if you think trying to destroy our marriage is a reason to not attend our wedding, but that's okay. We only want those that support our marriage to each other to be in attendance. Love is love. And one more comment from Kirst who says, not the arsehole. It is incredibly alarming that your husband wants his parents to be anywhere near his children. I know you're already married, but I don't advise having another ceremony while he is still in contact with them. They're constantly trying to destroy your marriage and are prepared to use your children to do it. They are dangerous. And frankly, for as long as your husband lets them keep a foot in the door, he is also dangerous. They will just manipulate him again at some point and who knows what they'll do to your children next time. This time, it was just a mouth swab. What if they convince him to leave you and take the kids? What then? I understand that cutting off abusive parents is hard, but once you are a parent yourself, there's no excuse. They should never be around you, your children, or your home. Your husband has allowed them to behave like this for years. 
they're not going to change. It's time for them to be entirely cut off. And there was a couple more comments talking about that sort of thing, saying, did the husband ever stick up for you? And Opie replied saying, he didn't in the beginning. That's why we almost divorced. But once we decided to work on our relationship, he has. And it feels like it's just been this constant battle for a year and a half. Opie comes in around a month later and says, hello all. It's been a month since my initial post and I thought I'd update some on the situation. Firstly, I would like to thank all that has provided me with beneficial advice, a lot of which did not fall on deaf ears, so thank you guys. So after careful consideration, I've decided that if my mother-in-law would like to attend the wedding and if my husband would like to invite her, then so be it. I would not like to be the bad guy, nor would I like my husband to resent me in the future for not allowing his mother to attend. A lot of people said it is just not the hill to die on, and I agree. My mother-in-law did come to visit this past weekend. I decided to stay home since I would like to protect my mental health and I felt nothing good would come from meeting with her. My husband, however, had multiple conversations with her in regards to the issue. She stated that my decision to limit her visitation and communication with the kids was out of spite and that she did apologize, so it was up to me to accept it. In other words, take it or leave it. Here comes the good part. She's decided when her lease is up in March, you'll be moving closer to us, same city, and she could help us out whenever we need it. My husband informed her it was not a good idea and that a conversation between her and I would need to happen beforehand. I informed him I have no interest in speaking with her because she is set on the idea that she did nothing wrong. I did not want her to come down here and now I feel like I'm distancing myself from my husband because I'm trying to avoid the inevitable which would be him taking her side like he did in the past. Granted, a lot of changes have happened, but I think the whole situation brings up past emotions for me. To think of her closer to us makes me want to vomit. My husband said something when returning from his meeting with her that was along the lines of, she said she apologized. Did she? When I told him no prior, he did the same exact thing when his, when his mum called me a slur in front of his whole family. Same verbiage. She said she didn't say that, did she? That's why it's bringing up all of these past emotions and that is why i'm saying it is inevitable i really don't know what to do i love my husband but at the same time i value my own mental health so i do not have the energy to fight this fight again and that was op's last post to this point whether we'll see another one in the future i don't know but i just find that incredibly sad that op's having to tolerate that had to deal with that still dealing with that right now and and given its current path the future for that relationship sounds pretty bleak and obviously never trying to excuse any kind of behavior but it sounds like the mother-in-law has you know husband wrapped around her little finger and i can't help but ask myself what does the future hold for you if you don't take a step back and and recognize how you're being treated is completely wrong and anyone telling you in the comments that you know it just was not the hill to die on and letting her go to your wedding is fucking it's just wrong Someone who secretly did a DNA test on your child behind you. Calling you slurs in front of the whole family. Just sounds like constant disrespect and trying to break you up in many ways. Why would you want that person at your wedding? There's no reason for that person to be there. And if your husband's not backing you up on that, there's a whole lot more problems going on. I will certainly keep an eye out for more updates on that one. But I really do wish Opie all the best because no one deserves to be treated like that incredibly sad but now i'm going to turn this one to you guys what do you guys make of this situation let me know your thoughts down in the comments below 
let's move on to another story and our next story does come with an update as well from stop banning me 1600 who says am i the asshole for not letting my girlfriend call me a certain nickname so long story short i've been with my girlfriend for a while now and she has this cute nickname for me which is kind of cringe but i see it makes her really happy when i let her call me it so i've always been okay with it the problem is that i asked her out of curiosity how she even came up with this nickname and she told me she originally made it for her ex after he won her a prize at a funfair. This has really pissed me off because she's using a name she made for her ex after they specifically shared a moment together for me. The part that annoys me the most is that every time she uses that name, her ex will 100% come up in her mind as the nickname is specific to a certain event she shared between the two of them. I've spoken to her and raised my concerns about this and in fairness to her, she has been understanding. She got annoyed with me at first, but has since stopped using that nickname. The part that makes me feel slightly guilty is that since she stopped using the nickname, she clearly hasn't had that same smile she once had. To be honest, I think she wants to use that nickname so much so that in her head, she can try to replace me with her ex. But I am an overthinker, so maybe I'm completely wrong here. Am I the asshole? So there was a comment which asked Opie a question to which Opie responded to. It says, I know you've spoken about it, otherwise you wouldn't know where the name came from. I meant, talk about her losing that smile like you said. I can see her being sad about not being able to call you a certain name anymore. But seeing the history, she should realize why. Not like you don't have a valid reason for disliking being called that name. I'll ask her why she insisted on calling you that knowing the history of where the name came from. I'm usually one to overthink everything and always assume the worst, but I don't know. I think there's more to it here somehow. Hope you guys can work it out. Opie says overthinking is genuinely the worst and I do feel guilty about this. In my mind, I thought that maybe she was cheating or something, but if I'm being fully rational, I think that's a slim chance. I've been cheated on in the past, so I'm not arrogant in thinking that could never happen to me, but she doesn't show any signs and she's always spamming me throughout the day of whatever she's doing and she's over at mine a lot so i doubt there's something fishy going on and i think i would feel very much like op in this situation being called finding out that you're being called the same pet name as an ex especially when it was related to a specific situation as well does feel really weird to me and like that last comment said because it's related to such a specific situation as well it would definitely play on my mind about is there something more there you know, it might be completely innocent and I'm not accusing of anything or, or stuff like that. But I just know in my mind, my mind will be playing games with me. Whether that's wrong or not, I don't know. But I think it's something that can be solved, you know, with just a heart-to-heart -heart conversation, if you like, a chat about it, how you're feeling about it, how it makes you feel, and see what her thoughts are at the same time. But Opie does come back and says, now let's get into the update. So first of all, I'd just like to say thanks to everybody who gave me their advice. It was genuinely helpful, and so I'm truly thankful. Now on to the update. Then my girlfriend came over tonight as expected, and she actually bought me Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, <laughs> which I wasn't expecting at all, but massive win anyways. I ordered her some food, and we sat down and just done what normal couples do for like the first hour. Because to be honest, me being the idiot I am, actually forgot I had something serious to speak to her about. There was a point where I can tell she wanted to use that nickname for me during our conversation. Then I saw her stop herself and she kind of looked upset. And it was this moment I realized I was meant to bring up the issue. To save you guys from all the boring details, 
I basically started off by telling her I needed to speak to her about something, and she just sat and listened to me. I started off by telling her I do love her very much, as per the advice given to me here, and that I want to tell her exactly how she feels about this nickname situation because I can clearly see it's been bothering her, and the last thing I want is for her to feel down. She basically told me that I shouldn't be surprised that she was bothered by the situation because I know that pet names are her love language and because I told her that she shouldn't use nicknames with me anymore. I was basically stopping her from showing me affection in the way she loves. She said she didn't mind not using the nickname that I had an issue with but she felt I didn't have to stop her from using any type of nickname with me. I was completely lost at this point because I never told her that she couldn't use nicknames. I just said don't use that specific one she made for her ex. And then we both realized this was one big misunderstanding. She was under the assumption that I told her to stop the whole nickname thing entirely, which wasn't the case. Honestly, the way her face lit up when she realized that she could still use pet names with me made me so bloody happy. After we cleared up that matter, I decided to ask her why she kept using that nickname with me, despite her making it for her ex. She told me that she never really saw it like that when she was using the nickname. She said that the nickname was just something she found really cute and it captured a moment where her man made her feel incredibly happy. She also said that because she wasn't with her ex for that long, about three months they dated, she didn't feel that it really belonged to him because that nickname was only made about a month before they broke up. She also told me that she uses this nickname with me far more often than she did with her ex because I always make her laugh and smile, which is what that nickname embodies for her. She then reassured me that she absolutely wholeheartedly loves me. When I told her about me overthinking this as her trying to replace me with her ex, she let out a small giggle saying how incredibly silly I was for thinking that. Now that I look back, I was an idiot for thinking that. She told me that not once did her ex pop in her mind when using that nickname. She just genuinely felt it belonged to me and that I'm the only person worthy to be called that in her eyes. Anyways. We both let out a massive sigh of relief and I finished this conversation by telling her that after hearing all of this, I wasn't just okay with it if she wanted to still use that nickname, but I would be honored. And she told me that she wants to give me a new nickname, one that's fresh just for me because at the end of the day, I make her 100 times happier on my worst day than that ex can make her on his best day. And so that nickname she was using wasn't strong enough to show how happy I made her. Moral of the story? Speak to your partner ASAP if you have an issue because one simple conversation could solve it all. Also, one thing I've learned from this is that my girlfriend really takes this nickname thing seriously. Like I always thought, it was just a cute thing for her, but she really does put a lot of emotions behind their names. Yes, what gift do I get her now? Because I wasn't expecting her to get me Modern Warfare 3, and now I have to get her something because there's no way I'm letting myself take her gift and not surprise her with something in return. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. And hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Ever. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> <laughs> 